1: Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I'm perpetually plagued by Moses himself. I'm Sean Rollins. I'm Remington Chase. Remington, my lad, you you look a bit dead, mate.
0: Uh, you know, that's that's my my perpetual state. I've I've had uh quite quite uh a week just in my my day-to-day Life been been very, very busy doing a lot of stuff.
1: Yeah, but a lot of that is over now for the most part. And it, you it's finally I, have I, a bit of a reprieve.
0: Yeah, for those who don't know, been doing a lot of school stuff, did did finals um this past week. Uh as well as, you know, between finals and ranking Pokemon based on how fuckable they are, it's just it's a
1: lot. It's <laughs> <laughs> It's just a lot, man. Oh, uh, God. It's a sliding scale of lawful to chaotic there, and I don't Go know to, to feel Go to twitch.tv
0: slash anime out of context if you want to check that
1: out. It's also on our YouTube channel as well. Yep. Uh, but, you know, understandably so, y- y- you've been through a lot lately. And, yeah. uh, because of that...
0: And, you know, g- Grandmother's Corpse Dust last week. It's just... <laughs>
1: <laughs> hoo it's been a lot to process, really. <laughs> it has, it has. Uh, mostly processing why people still listen to our show. Uh, that's been the Truth. biggest issue, I think. <laughs> uh, but all 12 of you that still listen to us, we love and appreciate you. <laughs> Y'all uh, are great! Uh, but with that being said, Remington, I figured that this week I would, uh... I, I, I'd do I'd do a nice... I'd, I'd be a nice guy for once.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
1: Yeah, because, you know, it's been... It's been a while since I just saw you uh, showed you something nice, good, and wholesome.
0: Uh, I mean, last week was sort of wholesome, with a few asterisks on it.
1: <laughs> I would say some pretty heavy-handed asterisks, honestly.
0: <laughs> but I'm okay if if we get some just like non-asterisk wholesome content up in this bitch. Mm-hmm. And
1: asterisks. Give me some more like goddamn banana. That that's lovely. There are I don't know, mate. There were a lot of asterisks in banana in my personal opinion. <laughs> like there I had so many questions, and I feel like some of them and have. And I not answered been, them all. Yeah, you, you did answer them, Rem. But I don't know if you yeah, answered them, if you catch my <laughs> meaning. Alright, alright. So so what are what are we jumping into? Uh well, Remington, I have one that I've been keeping in my back pocket for quite some time. Uh and it's a bit of a it's a bit of a return to a genre that we have not really tapped on for a while, uh, and that being the uh, wholesome uh, father daughter relationship.
0: Oh, okay, okay. Uh, the one like the the example that we've probably cited the most of this is like Sweetness and Lightning, right? Correct. Um, some some Ghiblies also have that. Those are the things
1: present in my mind. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But... Totoro had that element a little bit.
0: Yeah, and and then you know, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood had that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> for a time? Yeah, I mean... I mean, technically mother-kid uh, relationship, but, you know, it... Look, it... Well, I'm talking about a different... Oh, that... Oh, right. Yeah. Well, let's just say that uh, pets are good for child growth. Um... <laughs> I mean, you know... It's a real bonding experience, after all, having a pet. <laughs>
0: so, uh, so, so, uh, what, 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 what's going on? What, what's this family like?
1: Uh, so uh, the anime that we're going to be talking about today is Usagi Drop.
0: Oh, but of course, and then you pick it back up. <laughs> 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 it's always the stupidest shit that can get
1: him. <laughs> that was so dumb, Remington. <laughs> Why is that so funny to me? I need more sleep. Um. <laughs>
0: Oh, this is a nice sleep-deprived episode for the both of us, so I'm sure it'll go great.
1: Yeah, yeah. You because of real legitimate reasons, and me because, uh, you know, I'm like the opposite of an insomniac. I sleep too much, and therefore I'm tired all the time. <laughs> oh, uh, fair enough. But fair enough. All right, no, no. So, so uh, what was what, it about? Drop. Uh, so, in case you want to know the English translation, it's a real complex one, so I will tell it to you slowly. Usagi drop translates to bunny drop.
0: <laughs> alright, um, why are we dropping a bunny? Uh,
1: I mean... Is this, is
0: this, wait, is this like a really fucked up, like, alright, class, uh, we're, we're physics class, the teacher comes in and it's like, Alright, so I know how we scheduled the egg drop today, um, however, <laughs> some of you have been slacking. Some of you have not been putting in the effort, so we've decided to increase the stakes, all right? Let's hope that you understand this shit perfectly. You, you're going to drop the bunny. If it's Skull
1: Cracks, you're out. Pecora's life hangs in the balance. Hold on tight. <laughs> uh, not quite, no, no. Um, no, The. Uh, uh, that's just the title of the show. And, uh, it's a, a bit of a found family story, Remington. Uh, it's about our main character, uh, Daikichi uh, Kawachi. Uh, he's a 30-year-old bachelor who's, you know, just kind of moseying on through life, uh, with a respectable job, but he just doesn't really have much purpose going on. Uh, until one day, uh, his grandfather suddenly passes away. Uh, oh, okay, yeah, because it's anime. It, you can't have parents, no matter how old you are, in anime. It's just, it just doesn't work that way. Parents yeah. are an automatic death sentence.
0: <laughs> which, which you know, then episode two, he uh, he gets a child and he dies,
1: and it's just—it's a vicious cycle, really.
0: <laughs> it's really traumatic. Yeah,
1: this dark, this really wholesome story is actually a really dark cycle of parenticide. Is that (laughs) patricide? That's what it's called, patricide. Thank you. There you go. Uh, I know words. I study English sometimes. (laughs) I can't speak it too well, though. It's a bit rough. Uh, And uh, his grandfather suddenly passes away. So uh, when he goes uh, to pay his respects at the funeral, uh, he runs into a young girl uh, named Rin, uh, who, uh, to his astonishment, is actually his grandfather's illegitimate daughter. Oh, so... Okay, so he's going to adopt his sister. Yep. Okay. Yep. Sure. And, and this anime is just the uh, the story of uh, being a sudden parent and taking care of a young, shy uh, girl. Uh, All uh, right. With the family drama of, you know, uh, hey, uh, granddad had an affair and a child at some but point. But
0: this girl doesn't just, like, emerge from, for example, a capsule
1: no. or some such. No. Cool. No, thank God. No, God. Oh. <laughs> just check it. Don't, don't remind me of the atrocities.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, it seems uh pretty pretty straightforward.
1: Uh yeah. Oh, I just realized you're talking about uh, *Hina Matsuri*, and not the fucking conception game that I had to play. Oh uh, yeah, no, I. Yeah. See, see, that's funny and wholesome. Uh, this one is this one is a bit more set in reality uh, for the most part. And uh, no, I was. <laughs> Rem, I, I don't know if you watched the VOD or our bonus episode on the Conception game, but it- Of course not. Uh, let, let's just say that kids pop out of Matryoshka gacha machines. It's not important, but I'm forever traumatized by that fact.
0: <laughs> All right, so uh, this part one of the podcast is
1: Shaping Up to Be a Mess, where we talk about everything except the actual anime. Yeah, well, (laughs) the the thing is, Remington, there's not a whole lot to describe to you. I kind of just hit you with the straightforward stuff. It's got a lot of that Moe cute family stuff. Uh, uh, Rin is just adorable, and uh, it's a very interesting uh, character study on uh, found family and how it is to be a, you know, a new found parent when you weren't expecting it. Sure. Yeah? Has uh, have some good wholesome backbones and a lot of people, uh, really, really enjoy this anime. Alright. Yeah, nice and simple, right? I think- fe- It seems to be. <laughs> What's- the- Rem, do you think I'm hiding something from you?
0: Uh,
1: it is the nature of the podcast. It is. It is, but I am actually being nice this time around. You just got done with finals. You are mentally and physically exhausted. I figured showing you a nice wholesome father-daughter story could be a very, uh, nice change of pace and break for you.
0: Yeah, so... what's actually going on?
1: <laughs> Rem? What the, what's the real situation? Rem, for once, I am not fucking with you. That That is the situation. This whole anime, it's only an 11 episode anime. Uh, that's, that's it. It's, it's literally just exploring the relationship between these two characters and how uh, their family relationship uh, is intertwined. Because after all, Rin okay. is a bit of, you know, a obvious black sheep in the family because she's, you know, a bastard.
0: Uh, how is their
1: relationship explored? Uh, wholesomely. Okay. Yep, yep, definitely wholesomely.
0: Hmm, <laughs> son
1: of a bitch i'm being honest in the anime I it is completely just... wholesome.
0: oh god all right okay all right so there there's more here i don't know if you're gonna share it now or if you're gonna make me wait till i watch it and and part two of the podcast but rem trust me this oh, anime god.
1: is perfectly wholesome and well intended okay let's let's just get into it let's let's delve into it let's see what the fuck you're hiding. <laughs> You won't, you won't be, if I, if I was hiding anything around, you would not be able to figure out what it is. Uh, but what with that being that said- What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean, dude? Look, if <laughs> I was hiding something this time around, I'm just saying, watching the anime would not let you figure it out. So have uh, like a
0: fucked up manga? Is there some weird Rule Thirty Four nonsense? What's going
1: on? Look, you don't need to worry about it, Rem. We just need to go and watch the wholesome father daughter anime. So without further ado, Remington, let's go watch some Usagi Drop. Previously.
0: So have like a fucked up manga? Is there some weird Rule Thirty Four nonsense? What's going on?
1: Up next.
0: He is a murderer, yeah. Like, hes he doesn't get charged, which, you know, I think is a
1: lazy decision. Send that bastard to prison. Ladies and gentlemen, we are back after consuming three whole episodes of the hit anime Usagi Drop. And Remington, I'm very uh, curious to hear what you think about uh, this show, as it has, you know, those strong themes of parenthood and being a single father. All right,
0: so in in part one, I was a little bit suspicious. I thought that you were trying to pull something. I had a hunch. I I had uh so, it, something smelled funny. Something smelled rotten in the state of Denmark, Sean. Um <laughs> after watching 3 episodes, I can confirm that it was just a very sophisticated double bluff. Some may call it telling the truth the whole time. Uh <laughs> 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 However, <laughs> some may say Sean just said it was a wholesome show about family and parenthood, and indeed it was. Um, th- th- those people didn't see the, the layers of bluffing involved. Um, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> you really think I would layer such a <laughs> complex system, an inception-level scheme of lies and deceptions, all to trick you into thinking there was something wrong with this anime when in fact it was just a cute, wholesome anime go, I, about I, I, a found f- family.
0: <laughs> L- listeners, I encourage, if you doubt me, go back, listen to part one very, very closely. I'm telling you, it's an onion shit got layers, okay? Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, indeed, this is this is just a wholesome show about parenthood. Yeah. Very straightforward. Sometimes I tell the truth, Remington. <laughs> Uh, so immediately in the show, uh, the thing that will stick out to everybody within the first 10 seconds is the, the very unique art style that has been lovingly crafted. Uh, like the show is very pretty and you can tell that the, the animators really care, Uh, which is delightful. I love that. Uh, it, it has a strong visual identity. Um, it's, it's adorable and it's very expressive, which works. Uh, as, as you mentioned in part one, the first episode takes us to, uh, to grandpa's funeral where we meet, uh, the family and the girl. Uh, I will say the family, not super developed, especially initially. Mm -hmm. Um, it's essentially the whole family's thing is let's neglect the (laughs) six-year-old and (laughs) like, that's in the first episode that is all of their entire character. Um with the exception of Reina, who's another 6-year-old girl, um whose character is being obnoxious as fuck. So, <laughs> that's <laughs> so, so that covers all of the characters beyond the main two. <laughs> uh I which I think is like not a great decision it's fine it's whatever but it it's obviously to help increase sympathy within the audience but without building any like nuance or complexity or interesting characters early on it's very unfortunate how the entire family beyond uh daikichi is is just like does not give a shit about this orphaned six-year-old at all like, you, you can have them be, like, a little, little bit resentful of the circumstances while still being very sympathetic, but no, in episode one, they have no sympathy. They don't give a yeah.
1: fuck. How dare Grand Pappy... Have an illicit relationship and a child. How dare he? And like, leave us with this burden. I think you could have like, one or two on.
0: I think you'd have one or two characters who behave in that way, but you need to have someone be like, hey, it's not her fault though, but you don't really get that. They they sort of come around in future episodes, but if anything that just makes their characterization worse. It's not great. Um nah. it works, but only just. But we're not here for them, Remington. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Uh, we're we're here for uh f- for Rin. Rin is the star of the show. She's the little six year old orphan um that's taken in by Daikichi and uh and and they have a, a lovely relationship. Uh, you, you might think that good old Poppy here, he, that he might be a little bit uncertain on how to be a a father figure, and he's uncertain on the logistics but he, he behaves as if he's been a father for years. He is the most well-experienced father I have ever
1: seen who has never been a parent. So the secrets of being a good parent is to have no idea what you're doing. Uh, apparently. Like, <laughs> I, I it, it's interesting
0: because it's super wholesome, but the only conflicts thus far are entirely external, and I don't know if that's the best decision. Like, I appreciate... Him just being a wholesome dad. But this is going to sound weird. He's a Gary Sue of a father. (laughs) (laughs) He's too good of a dad, Sean. He's too good.
1: (laughs) You're you're saying he's a pinnacle of fatherhood and that's a problem?
0: (laughs) I'm saying the fact that he... He's gone from being, like, bachelor businessman to all of a sudden single father. There are probably going to be some more internal conflicts than is presented. Because right now, he is a flawless dad who just struggles with balancing, like, being a father with work sometimes. And even uh, that, say- he's just like, oh, I'm going to get a transfer uh, so that I can change my hours a little bit. and, uh, And, yeah, it'll be... A little bit detrimental to to the job, to the business, but going to just focus on the kid. And it's sort of a conflict, but not really. Yeah,
1: I, I will say that uh, a lot of the conflicts later on are definitely on him trying to figure out the best way to help raise a child because that's confusing. Yep. Uh, but very early on, the the hardest part is figuring out those external issues and the logistics of being a father. Yeah. Because uh, I, neither of us are parents. Uh, <laughs> no for for good reason that probably. we know of that we know of <laughs> uh, uh but if we were uh i feel like being thrown into the situation would be quite uh problematic and we'd be scrambling to figure things out and everything would be external at first true true uh, but but uh, i will confirm that as the show goes on there are a lot uh more conflicts that are internal while still maintaining its wholesome trying to be a single dad veneer
0: yep you know, uh it it so this show it also like doesn't really have episode-by-episode episode plot very much. Uh, like, alright, so we get into episode two. Um, in episode two, I guess the plot is that he... F- father finds a nursery school that works for, like, quickly finding a nursery school. It's a little bit far. Um, he promises he'll be back, and he pinky swears. Uh, but he's a little bit late because of work. And that that's the whole thing. Um, very simple, very straightforward. Uh, but... It's, like, the details that really make the show come to life. I, I think this show does a really good job at, like, background characters feel fun and interesting, even when they're, like, very obviously ensemble. I wouldn't go so far as to say it seems like they have lives beyond this, but at least the, all the ensemble characters feel as authentic people, right? Mm-hmm. They, they feel more than just ensemble, even if they don't feel, like, wildly complex by any means. Uh, also, just the details in the characters, their interactions together. Uh, it's real heartwarming, real wholesome. And Rin has great facial expressions all the time.
1: Oh, yeah. Just absolutely delightful. Rin is adorable. She's just this precious little sunflower that you must protect. It's true.
0: Uh, in contrast to her, I guess, one sec, her... Oh, God. Grand... Grandniece? Would Rina be her grand niece? <laughs> Yes. Yeah, okay, that's how it that,
1: yeah. All right. So her, Oh god, yeah, no, I never really <laughs> thought about it. But that, that that is how that that shakes out, doesn't it? Her
0: grandniece Rena, who's the same age, is just an abomination upon god, man. Um, every time Rena is on the screen, it hurts. Uh Rena's probably a more authentic representation of a 6-year-old. Um and I hate it. So
1: <laughs> Oh god. So so you're saying that uh real 6-year-olds are the worst and we should just stick to watching them in anime. <laughs> uh yeah. Yeah. Um if 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 we just have like
0: all right, we have babies and then the next year they're like 8 years old. Um
1: <laughs> That'd
0: be great. Just just
1: skip all of the toddler era and the awful horribleness, and then- Skip and ages then
0: to... two through seven, I think, and... <laughs> and I think that the
1: process of child-rearing and society at large just becomes a lot better. <laughs> Because those years, they're, they're not important, really. We should just, we should just lock them in a cryogenic <laughs> tube for that time period, and then once uh, they're of the appropriate age, then we pop them out, and they'll be, they'll be just the perfect children.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I, I cannot imagine anything that would go wrong with this plan from a developmental point of view, Sean. Uh, so episode three, uh, we talk about death, uh, death and bedwetting, uh, which is mm, those the-
1: seem like two very uh incongruous ideas there, Remington. Uh, do, Joke's on you, is Death. Is something that you and I need to talk about?
0: Or... <laughs> Questions of Death and Bedwetting is the title of my memoir. So, uh, <laughs> really, just... <laughs> I, so- I often have uh, a little nighttime surprise when I'm filled with insurmountable existential dread, um, as you know from all the times
1: we've <laughs> slept together.
0: And... <laughs>
1: Uh, that's not as much of a farfetch fetched thing as it sounds. Well,
0: right <laughs> you have to specify which part is not farfetch
1: <laughs> I feel like leaving it to the imagination does a lot, Rin. I feel like we can't we can't just guide oh, people God. directly to where their minds will go. That's it's just it's rude. Uh, Clearly, it's... they are smart and reasonable people, and they'll understand exactly what we mean when we say that we sleep with each other. Uh, usually, we used to sleep with each other on the regular, you know. True, not as much anymore, but you know it happens.
0: <laughs> so uh, the episode opens with Rin asking uh, Daikichi, "Hey, am I gonna die too?" And uh, <laughs> and he's like, what? Who? Oh boy! What? A, what a question! And he decides to just distract her by picking her up and slamming her head right into the ceiling. Um, <laughs> and and, and then uh, Spoiler alert! Uh, it was just very quick foreshadowing. Am I gonna die? And then he kills her. Um gives uh, her gives her brain. Yeah, it's only a three damage. episode OVA,
1: funnily yeah. enough. Uh,
0: it's it comes as a shock. Like you you become invested into these characters, their relationship, and then boom, instant brain damage. Uh this episode it's just all about like, is she gonna make it? No, she doesn't. Um Yeah. It's real fun. Uh, it, it's it's a, a the, real
1: real dark show. Uh kills the six year old episode three. It's you real never know. Fucking <laughs>
0: tragic. <laughs> the rest of, of the show is just uh Daikichi just trying to fucking cope. Um and he doesn't. He doesn't cope well. So I mean because he's a murderer. He is a murderer, yeah. Like he's he doesn't get charged, which you know I think is a lazy decision. Send that bastard to prison. But mm-hmm. uh but yeah, no, that it is just straight up manslaughter. Uh, some some might think it was intentional. I don't think so. Um, I, no, no, I think no,
1: no, no. clearly. I think accidental. he cared. It was it was definitely an accident. But he does need to suffer for it. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> Precisely. Um, I, I also like. I, I think that it's implying towards the end of episode three, um, like when when she does die. Um, obviously, the emphasis is on the tragic side of things, right? Um, and. Mm-hmm. And Daikichi he's he's torn up about it. Just fucking distraught. Um, but there also seems to just be like an internal they seem to be implying like a psychological break from reality uh at the very end there, which I liked. I appreciated that. I'm yeah. interested to see where that goes.
1: Honestly, uh me too. It'll be great when we revisit the show and that's exactly how it goes. <laughs> uh,
0: there's there's like five to ten percent of our audience is like, but holy fuck, is this is this how this goes? Is this? <laughs> <laughs> Are they a joke? Or... Uh, uh, they,
1: they've been going on about it for a while. <laughs> uh, is this really... <laughs>
0: Uh, and they should know guys, uh, we
1: don't joke. Um, there's no, not, we're not been funny. a single joke ever told on this podcast. No. Nope. Uh, uh, goofs have not been in the room since uh, since episode one. Honestly. <laughs> what do you think this is, Ma'bim Bam? Now get your laughs out of here. Nah, 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 <laughs> nah, Those people have talent and are funny <laughs> all the time. This this is a serious program. Get
0: your get your comedy and your your chuckles and your chortles the out of here all right all we if have here s- is tragically
1: dead kids why <laughs> so much as hear a giggle that's it podcast over <laughs> that's it that's... game over man
0: oh god um yeah no i think i think
1: we've not covered <laughs> <laughs> oh god uh just to to part the kimono guys it's a wholesome show where the kid doesn't die you're fine if you still believe it up to that point I don't know, man. I I think that the I think that the
0: rest of it is really just an elaborate dream sequence, as implied thus far through a few dreams. Um, and and that it is the case that she actually died in that moment. So, um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I it's it's just a more symbolic thing.
1: It's it's <laughs> a symbolic death, if you will. There's
0: a lot more ambiguity around it than we presented it, but uh, you know, that's my headcanon. Ah, so it's a Shaft
1: production. Right? <laughs> Precisely. Yeah, I was wondering why they were tilting their heads so much, and apparently <laughs> he tilted his her head so hard that it snapped in two.
0: Uh, in this episode, we search around for Grandpa's shit, um, find a modem that we don't know anything about yet, uh, other than, like, it was there. Um, mm-hmm. And we figured out that Rin's mom may be the maid who Rin
1: hates. And that's th- that that's about it. That's about it. So, do you have any major final thoughts on it then there, Rem?
0: Um, well, you know, I'm I'm a sucker for child
1: murder, so ten out of ten. Ha 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 Uh, so in actuality, uh, care to take a guess at the mouse score of this show, Remington? It's only got 11 episodes to it.
0: Okay, oh, yeah. well, that is a good number of episodes, uh,
1: for me, yep. not for
0: weebs, unfortunately.
1: Actually, uh, most people agree that, uh, these 11 episodes were perfectly, uh, laid out and paced. Oh, thank God.
0: Um, yep. I'm going, I think this deserves like an 8. 8. Okay. 8.09. Ooh,
1: very specific. Not quite the 8.1 range, but 8.09. Yep. Okay, uh, well, you're actually pretty close. Uh, with around 200,000, uh, users on it, uh, Usagi Drop has a uh, MAL score of 8.42. Oh, even higher than I anticipated. Yep, yep. It is currently the, uh, number 145th ranked uh, series on the site. Goddamn! And no, this anime is long beloved because it tackles some very interesting and heavy themes with a good amount of wholesomeness.
0: I'm trying to decide. All right. So I believe this show, first of all, it's a good show. It's a pleasant show. It's a lovely show. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm trying to figure out if my critique of it, it's one of two things. It's either deep, but lacking in in emotional complexity, or it is somewhat shallow, but um, emotionally complex, and I'm not sure which one is the case, because I do feel like, there are times where it, it, it's just a little too straightforward. There, there lacks a lot of like nuance that I feel like can be explored in mm-hmm. even a very wholesome show like this. Um, mm-hmm. Which doesn't mean that it's a bad show by any means. It's just that I feel like there's just a a, a missing ingredient there.
1: A missing ingredient, huh? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, I feel like that probably would have been alleviated if we had watched you know the whole series, but. And I'm not saying the missing ingredient is child murder. But, <laughs> unless, unless... Just kidding, just kidding. Unless. Unless. <laughs> uh, so, overall, positive review of the show. I'm glad that you enjoyed it, Rem. Uh, but uh, there is one thing that I have to talk to you about. Oh, son of a bitch. Uh, I, I had a major debate about this, and... I've gotten a lot of... Like, I've had emails for this show since the beginning, Rem. Yep. And I figured now was the time to do it. And uh funnily enough, there is actually a little bit of a controversy about this show. Uh, oh, a controversy. Yes. And I'm only getting into it now because I needed your opinion to be untainted. Oh, no. Um. So, because uh, by and large, this anime is fantastic and wonderful and deserves every point of it gets on Mal. Yep. Here's the thing, though, Rem. Oh, no. The manga has... Probably one of the worst endings in manga history. Oh? And every, uh, just about everybody who wanted me to show you the show begged me, just from the bottom of their hearts, to not mention the manga to you, Remington. <laughs> and, and so,
0: it, in traditional anime out-of-context style, you, you're throwing caution
1: to the wind and saying, fuck em. Yeah, so... If you want to leave this episode right now, that is completely fine. If you just want to go and watch a nice wholesome show, go right ahead. But because I'm, what I'm about to do is to spoil the entire manga for you.
0: <laughs> oh God! All right, all right, cool. So, um, good, goodbye to everyone who's who's leaving. Watch the show; it's lovely.
1: Um, all right, let it let's, is wonderful. Let's get into these spoilers. Okay, so, uh, I this manga was great and beloved for the longest time until volumes eight through ten came out. Yep. And uh, shortly before Volumes 8 through 10, we actually got a bit of a time skip, Remington. Oh, Okay. It was a time skip about 10 years into the future so that we can kind of see how things got on after uh, some of the major plot points were resolved in the uh, first two-thirds of the story. You know, because everyone wants to see that kind of growth in characters eventually down the line. I I, I, I guess. Sure. Yeah. No, time skip's a very powerful and useful tool to use. And can lead to more drama. Because, I mean, raising a six-year-old and raising a teenager are two very different things, after all. Oh, of course. So, of course, the best way to explore both of these things is to have a little bit of a time skip so you can explore the nuances of raising a teenager. And Remington, I regret to inform you that uh, the way this manga goes is uh, it shows Rin in high school. who She's very similar to the way she was as a kid. But, you know, a little on the more Stoic side and a bit more, you know, uh, contemplative and straightforward. yeah. Uh, oh, by the way, the anime ends before the time skip happens at all, and, and, and had no plans of continuing after this point. Yeah, fair decision. Uh-huh. Uh, which, great decision uh, for everybody agrees. And uh, the, main, the main plot thread here is that Rin uh, is concerned with her emotional state. Uh, and her emotional state is simply, uh, she doesn't find any of the guys in her class to be very interesting or attractive. I am concerned about where this is going. And uh, she is uh, spending most of this time period uh, hanging out with her childhood friend, who she meets at the daycare. I don't know if you got a chance to meet him yet. I don't think so. Uh, and, you know, is having these conversations and thought, oh, maybe this is a good setup for her to be, end up with her childhood friend and all that jazz. Uh, but eventually, in about, I think it's volume nine, uh, end of eight, volume nine, something like that, uh, she comes to realize that the reason that she isn't really a big fan of all the kids in her class is because, well, quite simply, they are not Daikichi. Yeah, I was worried about this. And unfortunately, she realizes that she has uh, romantic feelings for Daikichi. Uh, and, you know, these kinds of conflicts can be interesting in a drama setting. Sure, sure, that's fine. Uh, we've talked about it in the past. What a wildly uh, unnecessary turn for this. Oh, oh, it gets better. Uh, and by better, I mean horrible. Oh, God. Uh, and so she does what, uh, honestly, it's probably a good move. Uh, she confronts Daikichi about this, who is currently in his 40s. Oh,
0: God, dude.
1: And uh, he's uh, try and she. it seems like she understands that this is a bad feeling. This is a hor- uh, not the thing that she should be feeling. Correct. <laughs> and she confronts Daikichi with this, and some convoluted stuff happens. He uh, tells her that this is wrong at first, and then we get some convoluted facts that, kind of point to her not actually being related to him at all. Oh, God. And that uh, he would make a deal with her if she makes it through all of high school without uh, dating anybody, then he will do the relationship with her. What the fuck? That's- And then the series ends with them getting married. Yo,
0: yo, not only is that fucked up, that, that deal right there, that's straight up grooming! Yes, it that's is, not Remington. Even like, that's like, <laughs> hey, save yourself for me. Stay isolated and separate. And then, like, I'm and I'm going to say it. The most fucked up thing isn't that you, you are related by blood. It's that you fucking raised them. From age 6
1: to 16. Like, in that's fact. not okay. Oh, No, it God. is not. No, it is not, Remy. What the fuck? <laughs> Ooh. What the fuck? Nah. That tarnishes everything. Yes, it does, Remington, which is why I wanted you to go into this <laughs> blind. Ruins <laughs> <laughs> the
0: whole show, dude!
1: <laughs> yep.
0: Now you can't watch him be like, Oh, yeah, look at what a great father he is. You're just like, oh, look at him fucking grooming this poor woman.
1: No, no, no. It's not grooming until after the anime ends, Remington. Oh, don't worry God. about it. Because clearly in the original story, the intention is clearly set on that. It's just for whatever reason, the author of the series decided to really, really live out some kind of sick, twisted fantasy. I, I- don't know,
0: man. Now this is, this makes me even like be like, I don't, the, the bedwetting episodes become a bit weirder and everything is just,
1: I don't like this at all. Nobody does, Remington, which is why they begged me not to tell you about it. What the fuck? But I had to, Remington, because I know we're not going to revisit this series, just because there's not really much of a reason to, because you get the general idea, and if you watch the whole series, it's great, it's wonderful, it's fun. But as soon as you look up anything about this show, outside of the show itself, you're going to be bombarded with manga spoilers everywhere. And I felt like, not only uh, was it... Uh, my civic duty to inform the people listening to this show uh, to after uh, to this point, but I had to tell you, Rem, because if I have to suffer with this knowledge, you should too.
0: What the fuck?
1: So, all in all, Remington, this is a fantastic anime. I told you the truth 100%, which is why I said anime over and over and over and over and over again in the first part. God damn it, uh, so I was yeah. correct
0: to be suspicious all along! Damn it! It was a
1: triple bluff. It was a triple bluff. The rare triple bluff that I rarely get to pull out, but I did this time for this very special occasion. And uh, for like the three people who wanted me to tell you about the manga, you're welcome. For those who didn't want me to, I'm sorry, but he had to know, man. What if he had... Like, think of it this way, Remington, what if you had started talking uh, to somebody about how uh, you really enjoyed Usagi Drop, how uh, things went really well uh, for you, thought it was a really lovely show, uh, but you didn't know that this was how the manga ended.
0: Man, I I I don't even know how to engage with this conversation anymore, I'm a broken man.
1: Yep, it's been a while, Rem, but you had to know. Sometimes, Remington, the truth hurts the most. Now, it's up to us to decide whether or not everything before it is tainted or if we can actually still enjoy it. I enjoyed researching this show. The only thing is, is I had to have a little bit of alcohol and push the dark thoughts to the back of my uh, mind. Uh, so, really, the moral of this story is Remington if you want a good father daughter show, go watch Sweetness and Lightning. There's none of that. <laughs> <laughs> And with that, Remington, I guess my final question for you is, any chance you'd like to watch Usagi drop with me again?
0: <laughs> I, I, I I, don't think I can, Sean. I don't think no? I
1: can. That's a shame, Rem, because it's a wonderful anime that's fantastic and everybody should see it. Uh, but just try to pretend the manga doesn't exist. That's what we all do. Oh, fuck. And with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoyed our uh, deep, deep, deep layers of Inception quality bluffs then please head on over to uh, wherever you get your podcast, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Podbean, Stitcher, Spotify, and leave us a review. You have no idea how much wonderful things it does for us. It helps us get out there, and we love and appreciate and read every single one. And if you'd like to support us even more directly, you can head over on to patreon.com slash context, where you can gain access to all kinds of lovely bonus content, including having the lovely Remington read out your name live on the podcast uh, with a varying degree of soul-crushed. Uh, so, Remington, who are we thanking this week?
0: Uh, first, before I get into the names, uh, I also want to note, hey, we have a Twitch channel that we're doing stuff semi-frequently on. Uh, I'm ranking Pokemon on totally normal criteria, and we also play some games. Uh, twitch.tv slash context, go check us out. Uh, now back to Patreon, I would like to thank our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, as always who we really appreciate, but I also want to send our regards next to our yandere waifus, who, as we are questioning whether or not we will die in the face of truths we never wanted to hear, just shove our head right into the ceiling, fracturing our skull forevermore. Uh, And on that list, we have... It'll load, I swear. We have week seven of making John Mulaney cry. Why did the Kingler go to the bar? He was feeling crabby. Uh, Walk Me Home Gently. Yuliana. Trenton Towers. Totally God. The World Shall Know Propane. Sorry, Mother. Snap Snips. Scoopy Loopy Boopy Doopy Hoopy Goopy Oopy. Sarah Birch. Sammy Pritchard. Salty Pretzel. Sequoia Faye. Reverse Kizmo Kizmo. Remington, Connoisseur of Anime Titties. Oh, God. Remington Merrill. <laughs> Redneck Weeb. Ready to be isekai Prebanter Pre-banter can still get you pregnant. One moose, many m- mooses. Uh, no, I can't possibly say this name on the podcast. I'd rather watch every episode of Ramo than read this name.
1: <laughs> Is that the actual name? Or... <laughs> yeah, oh,
0: okay. they get more creative every day. <laughs> nice boat. My best-o friend though, Megan Johnick. Matthew, I listened to all the episodes before subscribing, and all I got was this lousy shout-out drum. Matthew G. Mahu No Pug Tears. Luke Offenberger. Lonely Geek 23. Juan Joritos. Jax. Jack of Spades. If ten yandere's love the same guy, is it a harem or a battle royale? Period question mark. <laughs> 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 uh Ichigo oh. 015. I'm once again inviting you all to Warhammer. Hwood. Hey Rem Rem, who is best girl? Enma, J Chad, or Genma?
1: Uh, uh, Based on the names alone, I suppose.
0: Obviously Alright, so the last one's just their ship, I
1: assume. Uh but No, no, no. They're they're all three individual people.
0: Oh, okay. I'm going Enma. Uh, Hanekawa, Glenn Michael Dolan, Ghostly BC Sean rapping Christmas Carols is My Religion and Antidepressants, Fuck of Love, Foxin Boy, Farmer Weeb Wanton, Joey Wheeler, Hey Yooks, Onise, Onise! <laughs> 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 it breaks me. That would broke me. Eric A. Bonus Week, I unironically believe that Rem would enjoy Katawa Shoujo. Any thoughts from Sean?
1: Uh, uh no spoilers. I already have plans.
0: Erica P, Darth Pikachu, Dark Darkswarm 713, Danny Morbido, Corey Dead69, Christian Crawford, Cheese Monkey, Ariel Bird, Apostle of the Church of Remington, Anime Duck, Andrew Sinclair, Andrew Rauke, Elise Howard, and Alexander Nasi Thank absolutely each and every single one of you. But we move on. We're heading over to Hogwarts for the boy wizard tier. And this week. Uh, for the boy wizards here, All, each of our boy wizards is is going to get their own random page from the Harry Potter wiki. Uh, My
1: God, Rem, you've you've scraped the barrel so clean. You've gone over to the meta barrel. I'm I'm just getting nobody wood should at go this to the point. meta barrel.
0: I'm just these are the wood shavings from the bottom. I'll, I'll be honest, probably less than a month left
1: of strictly Harry Potter themed. I'm amazed if you can get another month out of
0: this. (laughs) Uh, All right, so uh, that film guy, let's hit random page, and you are going to get Noriko Sato, uh, who is a Japanese witch who played as the seeker for the 2014 Japanese National Quidditch team.
1: Fuck, this is going to be niche, isn't
0: it? (laughs) Very, very niche. Uh, but apparently she did very well. Um, so good honor. Uh, then we have Rare Akarin Yuri Yuri, Yuri, Hajimario Yuri La 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 Yuri La 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 Yuri La La La, Dajiken Kumiko.
1: Fucking hell, mate. Are you okay? <laughs> I
0: don't know. Uh, <laughs> Red Page giving us just the, the best ones. Rare Kumiko, you are getting Wilhelm Wigworthy. Uh, who wrote Home Life and Social Habits of British Muggles in 1987. So, uh... God, that's gotta be a boring book. Uh, so there you go. Good old Wilhelm Wigworthy. Worthy of all your wigs. Pilkster the Symphogear Advocate, you are going to get... Let's see if it'll be equally obscure. Oh, okay. You get, uh, Moody's Trunk. So, uh, it, it's, it's, um, a magical trunk owned by... Good oh, old Moody.
1: I've been reading too many bad fan fiction and bad, like, anime manga lately because you said Moody's Trunk, and I was like, what?
0: <laughs>
1: uh, you get Excuse me? you get
0: Mad-Eye Moody's Junk in the Trunk, uh, Pilkester. <laughs> MT the Poet. See, this is so great because I don't need to, like, decide. It just decides for me. You get Levitation Spell. Levioso. Uh, it's a charm that levitates objects.
1: Cool. Uh, I mean, we everyone knew that, but cool.
0: Yeah, I mean, very very straightforward. You get the most high profile one so far, Empty the Poet. Uh, Miguel Delion, you are going. Let's see if you can get as high profile. <laughs> you get Orion Black's old trousers. Um, sorry. They, it's a pair of old trousers that belong to Orion Black that were kept at the old Grimold place after his death. Why does that have a wiki page? It's a great question. So, uh. There you go, Miguel! <laughs> uh, then we move on to Kazu Morocco. Kazu, you are going to get Naz. Uh, Naz is a witch and celebrity magic zoologist. Uh, she apparently has a big ol' ego, and she, she opened the unaccredited
1: Nas Academy of Magic Zoology in Brussels. I dig it. Huh. I dig it. All right. I mean, I, I never pictured Brussels to be the place to learn magic, but you know what? I'd go there
0: for magic zoology
1: by Naz. Yeah. The NAS Academy. Uh, I live in Ogden. Nazcademy. Yes, that one. You get
0: eye of Newt. It, it's an ingredient. It's an eye of a Newt. You, you just get the one. So. Just the one. <laughs> Good luck, bud. I call both your daddy. Used in-
1: is it used in any specific potions, or...? Uh,
0: oh, that's, that's a great question, Sean. You um, already clicked off the page, so it doesn't matter. Does, does it? not
1: specify. Damn, what an in-depth universe. Though
0: it does specify that it, um in the bloodthirstier times in wizarding history, before the passage of legislation regarding animal cruelty, cruelty, young wizards and witches were expected to personally pop out the nude eyes they were using in potions.
1: That's a little fucked up. A little
0: bit, a little bit. Uh, I call Bone Drew daddy. You get unidentified... Acromantula commander during Battle of Hogwarts. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) Possibly the most unnecessary. So it it's just some dude riding a spider. That's it. That's all. He has his own fucking wiki page. Uh, Hinata is a ball of sunshine. You get Amata, who is a. a female protagonist of The Fountain of Fair Fortune by the Be- by Beetle the Bard. Um, she suffered from a broken heart, and... Uh, when, when she, she reached The Fountain of Fair Fortune, she realized that, uh, that she didn't need it. The real Fair Fortune were the friends we made along the ways, so... Enrique Perez-Torres, you are gonna get Mundungus Fletcher's file! It-it-it's just the-the ministry's file... About Mundungus
1: Fletcher, what a fucking name, Big Mundungus. Wait a minute, wait a minute. So wait, this is a wiki page for a file of a person? Yeah. The
0: fuck? Big Mundungus. The fuck?
1: Uh, That's a little too meta even for me.
0: It. He's just an old balding gentleman who dealt, he, he was a dealer of wizarding artifacts. There's not a lot here, I'll be honest.
1: Uh. I mean, I remember the character, like, the name of the character from the series, but, like... Of a page on a file of a person. Dude, that... I, I don't know what to tell you.
0: Uh, dedicated sadist, you are going to get Mulciber the Second. Um, they are the Dark Wizard. They specify possibly the son of Mulciber.
1: Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> not
0: known. T- something tells me that that's probably true. Um, he fi-
1: not. He's got some very important questions he needs to be asking. He
0: fought in the first Wizarding War and was sent to Azkaban. So, uh, then he fought again, uh, in the second Wizarding War and was either killed or imprisoned again. Who knows? Uh, cool. Connie, 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 I'm going to TPN hell when I die. Uh, you are going to get. No, you can't just get a disambiguation page. Come on now. <laughs>
1: Even the Wikipedia is scraping the bottom of the barrel. All right,
0: you get the Devil's Snare trading card. It's the 34th card of the Quidditch Cup expansion uh, of
1: the Harry Potter trading card game. You know, I usually like wiki deep dives, but this is probably <laughs> the most disappointing one I've ever been a part of. <laughs> it's, there were some hits, there were some misses,
0: Uh, but it's all the journey. Moving on, we go to the White House, getting the Chefano Musco Corey in the house tier, the highest echelons. That we have. And this week, everybody is getting a different animal to drop. <laughs> <laughs> I, oh. <laughs> and let's spice it up from, you're going to be dropping it from varying heights. So, uh, yeah. <laughs>
1: uncreative Cretan, you are going to be dropping a cat. So the one animal that you can drop without any consequences.
0: You'd hope, uh, but you are dropping it off of uh, your local mom and pop shop, so...
1: That's not great, but at least I think that's pretty standard for a cat. I think the
0: the cat should survive. Uh, Thick mullet, man with the thickest mullet around, you are going to... The animal you are going to be dropping um, is uh, a panda. Fuck, how are you going to pick one up? You know, it might have to be a young one. That's for Thick Mullet to figure out. Or you can just push, I guess. I don't know. Uh, (laughs) And you are dropping it from um, from a a monster truck. From just like the top of a monster truck. Uh, Then we have Silicon Spectre. You get an axolotl. Um, Probably going to go splat if I'm being honest. We don't recommend dropping axolotls (laughs) off of buildings. Probably not. Hey, I didn't say that it was going to be dropped off a building, okay? What's it going to be dropped off of, Rem? A building. <laughs> <laughs> now I've specified. Just any building qualifies, frankly. Uh, <laughs> last but not least, my dear old mom. Um, my dear old mom, she gets to drop uh young me, because goddamn, what, I was just a filthy animal when I was young. And uh, That also
1: explains a lot. <laughs> it does, doesn't it?
0: And you get to drop me off of a deceptively steep ditch.
1: not even something wholesome like an orphanage or like down a slide or into a ball pit uh just yeet in uh child remington
0: you it doesn't need to be a yeet there just need to be active force behind it just let go in a deceptively steep ditch just let go
1: I've been trying to do that for years where I don't think I'm able to.
0: (laughs) Oh, if you guys would like to contact us, whether it's for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at
1: AnimeConPod on Twitter or send an email over onto AnimeOutOfContext at gmail.com. Once again, guys, thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Or your adopted daughter. Uh, Yeah, no, don't. Just watch the anime, throw the manga in the trash. How dare grandpappy have an illicit relationship and a child? How dare he? Yes,
0: yes, yes. Oh my god. You're going to drop the bunny. If it's Skull Cracks, you're out!
1: As I'm an orc, my anus has to be huge.